Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring University of Oklahoma golfer, Drew Goodman. Drew, how you doing, man? Oh, great. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. How things been lately? I know you're, you know, you're kind of been at the dorms, all, you know, a while and kind of how things been over at school. Uh, it's been really good. Uh, I'm pretty lucky as a Norman boy. Yeah. Uh, the last 10 years, I'm, I'm pretty on top of campus, so I didn't really have to go anywhere. Yeah. I get to stay pretty close to home, but still get to do all the stuff at school. So it's just been a good time to kind of work on my game, do a lot of workouts, yeah. all the, all the good stuff um, mm-hmm. without having to travel super far absolutely well i mean that's that's always nice to have the uh, the um, access to those facilities at pretty much whenever you want um but i know you played in the patriot over over break a little bit and um i know you're kind of getting back into the swing of things here pretty soon um but we'll get into the first question here man where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf so originally uh, i was born in tucson arizona okay a uh, little little different from from norman yeah but, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, my dad worked at the university there so i kind of grew up uh, playing multiple sports mm-hmm. uh, i played baseball played a little bit of basketball um, mm-hmm. moved to norman when i was in third grade uh, so i've been here almost uh, it's been over 10 years now yeah um it's a pretty awesome place my dad works at the university so we got a lot oh. of university connections awesome um, it's it's been a really good time uh i always kind of grew up playing golf knowing that it would probably be the one that i would want to try to to do something with mm-hmm. i really love baseball really love basketball but i kind of knew that golf was was always my thing and it was always kind of my dream to be able to play golf so yeah that's kind of that's kind of basically where i came from and how i how i got to norman yeah i mean that's I didn't, you know, whenever I was doing my research, you know, I saw you're from Norman, but I didn't know you were born in actually in Arizona. So that's, you know, that's pretty interesting. And um, to come over, and like you said, it's a little bit different than Arizona golf. Um, you know, you don't get really any snow in Arizona, but uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I mean, hey, it seems to have been working out pretty well. Um, kind of talk about just how you progressed a little bit through, I mean, I'm sure you played some, you played high school golf, you played junior tournaments. I know, um, kind of talk about your junior career a little bit and kind of what were some of the, you know, some of the highlights that you kind of remember and always look to. So, uh, kind of, like I said, I, I kind of grew up playing multiple sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I, I had a, I had a little bit of a weird path because I actually, I grew really, really fast when I was young. I was. I think it was in sixth grade. I was still playing golf, baseball, and basketball. And I was like five, nine. I was All right. huge. I yeah. just, I mean, and kind of filled out too. So I'm just beating up on everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I, we kind of got to the point where I was like, you know, like I really love golf and mm-hmm. I feel like I can, I can be real. I really wasn't that good. Like I was, I, I was all right, but uh-huh. you know, yeah. um, I kind of had to be like, is this going to be something that I want to chase? Is this not going to be something I want to chase? Gotcha. Um, basketball we kind of knew it's like well i'm gonna stop we knew I'm, gonna stop, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm 5 11 now i've grown two inches in the last seven years we, we knew that one was gonna happen uh baseball was a little tougher to give up uh my dad really loved me playing baseball i really loved playing baseball that was yeah. a ton of fun but uh i eventually after um i think it was my sixth grade year i was like i want to i want to chase after golf I, I think i can be really really good at this yeah um, so i stopped playing baseball and and dove into golf um like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't really that good. Like I was, 
I was good because I'm big, athletic. Um, yeah. And I had I had some some natural talent, but I I wasn't like oh my gosh, like he's he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not out there shooting eight under sixty fours or anything. You're not going to commit in the seventh or eighth grade. Is that not, not something? Not committing in seventh no. or eighth grade. No, gotcha, um, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, I kind of knew Coach Hibble from his camps. Um, that's kind of how I how I originally knew him. But as I kind of got into junior golf a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I would say the the summers kind of in the before seventh and eighth grade year, I was when I got a lot better. I went from shooting like seventy five every day to where I'm like I'm shooting under par scores. Like I can I can compete in junior yeah. golf. Yeah, and be one of the best players out there. Uh-huh. So I kind of played I kind of played a lot of local events. I played a little uh, some local stuff down in Texas uh-huh. and won a little bit here and there my kind of breakthrough uh it was kind of funny i think it was after my i want to say it was the summer after my freshman year i'm in a junior pga championship qualifier up in tulsa uh-huh, yeah. i've got i've got some stars i think it's 30 something but i'd entered my name into the jordan speed tournament AJGA yeah. down in texas yep what didn't get in but i'm like fifth or sixth on the alternate list and mm-hmm. two days before i'm supposed to play in this junior pga championship qualifier on the same days you know, I get an email like, like, yo, you're in. Like, yeah. Come down, play. I'm like, well, oh my you know, gosh. I'm, playing, I'm playing all right. Like, I feel like, you know, uh-huh. the competition is not strong in this squad. Like I could get into the junior PGA championship. This could be yeah. big. I'm like, no, let's go. Let's go down to Texas. Let's play. Mm-hmm. I go down and I win. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh, okay. Like that, that helps. <laughs> just want a bit like a big AJGA open. And that, that kind of blew everything open. I got into the I got into the TPC, the junior players mm-hmm. event. Um, yeah. At fall. That was a big, big springboard for me. Um, that opened everything up. So kind of from there, I just, I got to play most of whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I had a, jumping into those invitational events was tough. At I first, bet. I did not play very good at all. No, they're brutal, man. They're brutal. It was not good. Uh, I would say my best summer was actually the summer after my sophomore year. Uh, I won again out in Branson, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite courses, the Payne Stewart event. Yeah. Um, that's probably the best event I've ever played. I kind of just toasted everybody. Um, <laughs> there you go. It's always nice. Yeah. I, I finished like T6 or T7 down at uh, um, the Rolex Tournament of Champions that November. So yeah, I had a lot of good momentum. And kind of hit a, a little bit of a rough spot the the fall after my or kind of the the summer of my after my junior year going into the fall of my senior year I just didn't okay. play very good okay yeah um, so that was that was pretty tough uh, but kind of I, I committed the day before the day before my sophomore year started so it things got pretty serious with coach yeah. after I won down in Texas it was like all right you yeah. know he's hometown kid I've known him for a while that's that's kind of how I got how I got into that from there it was more just getting experience getting better you know I've made my commitment I want to be as good as I can in junior golf but most of all I just wanted to learn kind of what it is like big time golf which I think I did I got to play pretty much all the big events um missed a couple because of COVID which was which was unfortunate yeah it's unfortunate. unfortunate but uh I think I learned a lot which which was pretty huge for me Yeah, I think, well, kind of like what you're talking about to learn to play big golf, because I mean, you know, a lot of people, they play high school to junior golf, but whenever you go to, you know, to a big program, like you're at right now, there's a huge jump. And if you can learn to play big golf early on, like you're talking about that, that's going to hugely benefit you. 
But, um, you know, playing in those AJGA tournaments and winning that Jordan Speed Championship, I mean, that's, you know, that's a huge tournament. And then, I mean, you won as well the 2019 Bass Pro um, Payne Stewart Championship. Um, you played, you, you were ranked 16th in the 2021 class by golf week and you're number one prospect in the state of Oklahoma. Um, I mean, those are all huge, huge accolades, especially when you're looking to, you know, commit to a school, um, you know, you played in a lot of high level amateur tournaments, like, you know, AJGAs, you also qualified for us junior am in 2021. If I'm, if that's right. Um, you know, kind of, how do you feel those high level amateur tournaments helped you develop as a player and kind of, you know, quote unquote, learn to play big golf, like you're talking about? Um, I think there's a couple things. The The first one is kind of managing your game, mm-hmm. um, which I'm still getting a lot better at. Um, yeah. And coach actually kind of had some conversations about it over the winter about what, you know, we can do kind of with me or as a team to get better at that. But mm-hmm. yeah. You know, in, in the local Oklahoma events, we're playing public courses, which are super fun to play. But yeah, when you're out there and you're firing and everything. There, right, there's right. no there's zero trouble. Um, and you're firing away. And then all of a sudden you go down to TPC or you go down to to Rolex, which is at um, PJ National Bear mm-hmm. Trap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, I really don't want to fire at this pin that's like four uh-huh. yards from the water. I should be hitting it here. Yep. And it's such a mindset shift to kind of look at that that other spot and think that that's my target. Right. That was that was a big shift that I kind of had to learn. And then besides that, just playing with a lot more pressure. Uh, kind of the freshman sophomore years playing. I still played some a lot of local events, um, our state junior and all that, and. I kind of knew that I was one of the best players and uh-huh. that there were only going to be three or four guys that were really competing for, for right. the top, the top tournaments. And it's not quite as pressure filled. And then you go to somewhere where it's, everybody is really good. That's, yeah. that was super learning to play under pressure mm-hmm. is something I got a lot better at. I still need to get a lot better at, but I think those two things helped me learning. Those two things helped me a lot coming in. Yeah, I think both of those are great things. I mean, managing your game and kind of like a lot of people, whenever they get into college, that's the one of the first things they have to do is, um, you know, manage around golf courses. Because like you're saying, I mean, junior golf and everything, you can fire at all the pins you want. But I mean, once you get to that high level golf, man, it's like if you have a 20 foot putt or 15 foot putt, that's, you know, some, most of the time that's that's pretty darn good there. Um, you know, that's definitely something you got to get used to. Cause I know from my experiences too, in junior golf, it's like, you got to, you know, gas pedal all the time. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's great that you're able to learn that, learn that early on and playing with pressure too. Cause I mean, like you said, you go to some of these tournaments and there's a couple people that can compete with you. And then now you're at the stage you're at and everybody can compete now. So it's like, it's totally different. It's totally different. That's for sure. But a tournament, you know, I kind of want to talk about a little bit is, is the U.S. Junior AM that you qualified for. Um, you know, you finished really high in stroke play, finished second um, in stroke play and um, made it to round of 32. Um, just kind of want to talk about that week and what, what it was like to play in the USG event. You know, how would you compare it to all those other high level tournaments you played in? It was a it was a different week. I, I would have gotten into 2021 if it hadn't gotten canceled. I was mm-hmm. really bummed about it. I really wanted to make it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I snuck in the fields through ranking stuff, so I didn't have to qualify. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, I got a buddy who got caddy for me. It was just, it was a completely different week knowing how many people were there and knowing that this is such a huge event if you can win. Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm still really, really disappointed about losing in the round of 32 because uh, mm-hmm. I felt like I was playing really, really well that week. Uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of shot my shot myself in the foot a little bit in that in that okay. second round match. Uh-huh. Um, and the guy I was playing, uh, Gene, I think he's at South Carolina now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes he makes eagle on the last hole to beat me. I was I was super bummed, but that whole week was was super high level, high level golf course, high level yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. Um, the first round coming out, I played all right. Uh, I, I think I shot even on the, it was the alternate course that they yeah, had there. Right. And it was, it was okay. I, I felt like I was in pretty good, you know, position, but I wanted to come out the next day and at least shoot a couple under to make sure I was going to be in a good spot. And the second right. day I came out and it was, it was almost surreal. My struggle in junior golf, once I got to high level golf courses was always off the tee. Uh-huh. Um, I always struggled putting myself in the best position and that's the best hands down I've ever hit the ball off the tee. I mean, I'm talking yeah, my, yeah. my buddy Gavin Watson um, was mm-hmm. on the bag and I'd tell him I'm going to start it here and I'm going to end it here. And then we're going to go stuff it. And yeah. I like, you could, you could trace it in the air and I would hit it on like exactly on what you it wanted. Was, it was yeah. unbelievable. I, I, he turned me on 14. I think I'm like, six under this is after kelly chin had mm-hmm. shot 64 to tie the course record the day before gotcha and i think i was i was standing in 14 fairway and he's like this is the best i've ever seen anybody <laughs> wow he was he was in shock and i'm like like let's like we can break the course record here uh-huh. uh, yeah. i forget i i forget where i birdied i was i was eight under going to 18 a par five mm-hmm. and it's the one fairway i missed all day i there's water on the left i blew it out to the right and bunker and Mm-hmm. had to lay up and, and had a good look at birdie and thought I made it and I didn't. So mm-hmm. I, I was a little bummed not to get the course uh-huh. record, but yeah, that, that day was unreal. Um, and then match play is that, that was high level pressure. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a great experience for, for national championships to come. Yeah. But that was something that I hadn't experienced before. Um, mm-hmm. just the amount of, of buildup there was kind of around it, right. In a USGA championship and then playing match play. It's very, it's just totally different. It's the almost theater like where everybody is watching. Yeah. You know, um, you know, not so much the first day or second day. I'm sure it, I'm sure it got way, way more like that as the week went on. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even with the like we got a rules official for just our group that's yeah. telling yeah. us, you know, if if we're like, who's out? We got a guy right there. He's he's yeah, that's serious stuff. It's, it's your own little ballpark kind of there, but it's it's a pretty big stage. Um, mm-hmm. I, it was, it was a ton of fun. That's one of my favorite weeks of golf that I've ever had. Yeah, I bet. I mean, just to qualify for any USG event is amazing. It's, let alone a U.S. junior, especially, um, you know, with all the high level players that you're playing against at that tournament, like you're kind of talking about that big golf kind of that mentality. Um, but I mean, just, it's huge. Congratulations to, to even be in that tournament, man. I know you, I know you didn't play the way you wanted to in match play, but I mean, it happens. That's golf. Um, but I mean, you had some really, really good things to take away from that weekend. Like you said, it was probably, you know, probably the, some of the best times you've ever, you know, you've ever played. And then also I'm sure it was a great time with your buddy on, you know, buddy on the bag as well. Um, you know, that's sure. a moment you're never going to, those are, or that week is something you're never going to forget. I'm sure. Um, yeah. it was um, unbelievable. Oh, I bet. I bet, man. I bet. Um, and you know, you kind of talked a little bit about the recruiting process and you committed kind of early on in your high school career. Um, you know, I'm sure with that, that win at the Jordan Speed Championship qualifying, um, 
for you know a lot a lot of high level AJGAs and then icing on top to go to you senior I mean I'm, I'm sure you were already committed before that anyway um, but just kind of talk about the recruiting process a little bit you know how'd you go about it were you just mainly focused on a few select schools or were you kind of open to going anywhere um very initially uh kind of before before I won down in Dallas it was a little more it was a little more open but it also uh-huh. was really really early so yeah, I think right. I think my process was was a little different than probably most people. Um, I filled out probably, I filled out maybe eight or 10 questionnaires. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eight or 10 different schools. So, so not a ton. I wasn't sending it to a ton of different schools, but as soon as I won, I kind of, I kind of knew that I, I could probably start focusing down a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known, I've known Coach Hibble for a long time. I went to his summer camp that he always had. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's the best, the best coach in college golf, hands down. He's mm-hmm. he's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, always loved being around him, um, and being a hometown guy that right it, that that helped a little bit too. I went on, I went on a visit uh, sometime during my freshman year to OSU also. Um, yeah, I was going to go to the, the, the Bedlam Baker game. Uh-huh. Uh, that was, oh yeah. That was fun. Uh-huh. I, I was not wearing OU stuff. I, I hate to say it. <laughs> but, gotcha. gotcha. Um, that was, that was a good time. Um, and then kind of my third school that I was uh, also kind of looking at a little bit was Baylor coach <laughs> McGraw down there. Another, oh yeah. Yeah. Another amazing guy. Um, I could tell when I called him and told him, you know, I'm, I'm going to, to Oklahoma. He was so genuinely happy for me. He's like, oh, coach that's awesome. awesome guy. Um, so I, I really love coach McGraw, but in the end, you know, coach offers me, you know, a couple, couple of weeks before school starts for yeah. my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it was a no brainer for me. Um, mm-hmm. I get to, I get to stay closer to home, mm-hmm. you know, where, where I know everything. I know the team is going to be amazing. I know the facilities are amazing. Yeah. Um, Coach Hibble is the best there is. Like there was, there was truly no reason not for me to go. My parents and I were talking about it. We're, I'm like, I, I can't find a reason not to. Right. I, I don't, I don't think we're going to find any, any better option here. Um, uh-huh. And that it was a done deal after that. And I, there, there was really no downside. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's tough to say no. How do you, you, I, I mean, I'm sure any, any golfer that wants to play college golf would is not going to turn down, you know, an offer from OU. Um, you know, they're, they're hard to come by and, you know, it's a great program, like you said, and you know, you're, you know, you're from the area. So that's always nice. And I mean, it's just, it, it's tough to beat it. Um, you know, I've met coach just once and um, over at Merido and he's just a super nice guy and both the assistant coach as well. And, you know, the team is really good guys too. Um, so I think, you know, it's really worked out really well for you. Um, you know, that's interesting. You took a visit at OSU though. I was going to ask you about that. You know, was there any sort of like, was it, was there any thought like, oh, OSU, okay, you know, or is it, just, I mean, obviously you have such close ties with OU. I mean, it's got to be OU all the way. Yeah. Uh, well, to, to be honest, so my grandparents, uh, my family's always been a little bit of a Midwest family, kind of Okay. Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma. Uh, gotcha. We were kind of the outliers when we lived in Arizona, uh-huh. but my grandparents lived in Stillwater out at Stillwater Country Club for 10 years. Oh, okay. Uh, this is, this is in the Ricky Fowler. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah 
all all that all that craze i'm i'm sure you can find some bad pictures of me if you if you were to look up my name um and and search some images i'm sure I, there's one in particular where i'm in a lot of orange oh yes um, yes i have yes. to find it i gotta find it <laughs> so i was actually i i hate to say it but growing up i was i was actually a pretty big osu fan mm -hmm. um yeah i read about there's a really good book uh, about the 1995 national championship between mm -hmm. OSU and Stanford when Tiger was there. Uh -huh. um, so I really, I always thought like, if I get an, you know, an offer from OSU, this is, this is 12 year old me. I, yeah. like, I get an offer from OSU. Like they're, they're the best. Like, uh -huh. of yeah. course. Ricky Fowler. Um, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's like living in Norman, you want to, you want to be the underdog. You want to be, you, I gotcha. You know, yeah. Kind I of off the hate a little bit, but I gotcha. uh, um, I, I really, really clicked though with the the mentality down here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. At OU, the way the intensity that we do everything with, and the the competitive kind of grinded out spirit that we have. Yeah. That really, really appealed um, to me and kind of how I play golf. OSU was amazing. They're an unbelievable program, but mm -hmm. it, I felt like when I went up there, it didn't it didn't fit. It wasn't a good fit for me. Yeah, that um, happens. That's gonna happen. Yeah, you can. I'm sure anybody who's gone to a bunch of schools, yeah. you know, there's a couple of them that were like, you know, they're, these are awesome, but I mm -hmm. don't feel like it's, it's going to be the best fit for me. Yeah. And I felt like kind of the, the vibe or the mentality down here was, was what I would want to be around I for, get for a college golf experience. Um, yeah. So by the time I was, I would, I would say I was pretty neutral eighth or ninth grade. I kind of went into the recruiting process. Like, you know, I'll, I'll be diehard, whatever, once I commit. Um, right. Right living in Norman kind of, kind of wore on me a little bit. It's like, I well, bet. maybe these guys, maybe these guys aren't so bad. <laughs> yeah. um, but by, by the time I'd, I'd been able to go on a couple of, I went to two vis unofficial visits to OU as well. Um, I, I was, I was pretty set, you know, yeah. when coach offered, I was like, this is, this is who I want to be around. This is the program that I want to be a part of. It was, mm -hmm. it was a no brainer. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And like you said, I mean, just kind of everything, the mentality, intensity and the team that is at OU. I mean, it's just it's a good fit. You know, it's a good fit for you. And there's going to be, like you said, where you anybody that goes through the recruiting process and takes visits, there's going to be some schools that might not thought they might, you know, they're, they, you had a certain expectation of it. And it's just like, OK, not really what I thought it'd be. Or, yeah, it's just not a good fit. That's going to happen. Um, but it seems to be working out really well for you. Um, you know, you're really young at, you know, at OU. Um, I think you know, you're in your first year there. Kind of just talk about how have things been like, you know, going, making that transition to the powerhouse school that OU is, um, you know, kind of just um, what are some things that you really had to get used to as a freshman there? Uh, I think the, the main, the main part for me was I was committed for so long and being the hometown guy yeah. and having, you know, not the, not an unbelievable junior career, but a, a solid junior career. Yeah. I put a lot of pressure on myself to kind of be the guy gotcha. knowing that we were going to be losing a lot of people coming in. Um, mm -hmm. We've, you know, obviously our sophomores slash redshirt freshmen, Steven mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Jackson and yeah. Ben have stepped up a lot, but uh, they kind of have a, a bit of it's COVID COVID gave them a, a raw uh -huh. deal coming in last year. Right. We have, right. We had five seniors, um, yeah. you know, grad seniors. That's mm -hmm. a little tough to get playing time, but Absolutely. I knew all these guys were going to be gone. And besides Logan, and at the time I didn't, you know, this is before Chris was coming yeah, in. Right. Um, you know, everybody was like, this is going to be a 
rebuilding year and we knew we were going to have to have some guys step up and I took I took a lot of pressure on myself to be like to be the guy it's mm-hmm. like I I need to be the guy that's going to step up and come in and I mm-hmm. put way too much pressure on myself gotcha um to be absolutely perfect uh, mm-hmm. especially the first qualifying um hit the first round of qualifying was not good <laughs> it was really yeah, it's tough it's tough uh, I was I knew I was prepared, but I, I was just, it was, it was a real struggle. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, It was, it was a real, it was a real faith tester Mm -hmm. is a good way to put it. Gotcha. Um, And coach kind of pulled me aside after, uh, after three or four rounds, we, we do decently long qualifiers. So Mm -hmm. we're halfway through or whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm not, I've shot a couple good rounds to where I'm not out of it yet, but I'm definitely not um i'm not getting get the first couple spots i get uh, you yeah uh-huh. unless i go out of out of the world but mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. kind of pulled me aside he's like like dude you're you're like too good for this what are you doing mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, i get you it's it's completely up in your head mm-hmm. this is yeah we gotta we gotta figure this out um i was able to kind of settle myself down a little bit played a good solid last three rounds gave myself a chance uh we had three guys go out for, for the last spot for pebble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also didn't, didn't play great that last day. Mm-hmm. Um, got a little bit of help coming down the stretch. Uh, but yeah. in the end, you know, getting to go out to pebble was, that was, that was a big confidence boost. Right. And then I feel like a lot of golf is taking advantage of, of kind of good breaks again. Mm-hmm. And that was a pretty good break for me. And I yeah. was able to kind of go out there and play really well. Yeah. I knew I was playing really well. And I got, to, I went out there. I was like, I'm in a great spot. I got mm-hmm. to get like, we got to go. Mm-hmm. You're playing, you're, you're way too good to be messing yourself up in your head. And I played uh-huh. really, really well out there. Good. Um, That's good. For, for my first college event, I, I think I finished yeah. like T6 or something. Uh-huh. I was like, like, I can, I can definitely do this. Um, yeah. That was, that was big momentum. That was a big that was, that was the biggest struggle I kind of had. Um, school is a little different. I, school hasn't been too bad. Uh, but the, the other thing that suffers workouts Yeah. and I came in, I came in, not, <laughs> not having lifted hardly ever. Uh-huh. And honestly, the, the, we do three in-season workouts or three workouts per week when we're in season mm-hmm. and those were tough but I didn't realize how tough workouts got until we finished up at Eastlake and we came back and we switched to four a week. Oh yeah. And that first Monday back was absolute <laughs> torture. Oh my gosh. I could barely walk. Uh-huh. I, I got to my first class, pulled out a pen and was going to write, write down some notes. I couldn't write. Yeah, my forearms just... <laughs> were done. That just, just kind of little things like that. that yeah. Um, everybody kind of talks about, you know, the pressure, you know, when you come into college, like you're mm-hmm. going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. It's, it's more just a bunch of little things that kind of all pile up, you know, mm-hmm. you're putting pressure on yourself. You're, yeah. you got the way tougher workouts. School's mm-hmm. a little different. You got to mm-hmm. stay on top of things. Yeah. The, those, those things can, can pile up on you a little bit, but for the most part, I, f- I feel like I've done okay. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's been, it's been a super good experience. Uh, being able to come from not very far away, I felt like I had a good chance to come in and, right. and do pretty well. Um, I feel like I've been able to do that. So hopefully I've got a really good springboard for, for next, next semester. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't care who you are. Like, I mean, the transition from the golf, the junior golf, high school golf to any college, let alone the powerhouse school that OU is, um, I mean, it's it's going to be a huge difference. And I mean, the transition is going to be tough, but it seemed, I think it seems that you've been doing pretty well with it. Um, you know, you've made appearances on the team. You've contributed pretty well for the team. Um, you know, this past semester was very impressive for you guys. You guys won at Merida, which was televised on Golf Channel. Um, also won at Eastlake Cup, which was televised as well. Um, mixing a couple really good finishes, second, third place finishes. I mean, it's been a pretty good semester. And it's nice because you've probably been able to learn a lot whenever you're in competition, especially when you're at Merido and I mean, you're on TV and you guys come out on top. I mean, that's got to be huge, huge learning stuff for you as, you know, as a freshman playing golf. Um, just kind of talk about, you know, if does this build some momentum for you guys heading into the next semester and kind of, you know, what are you learning as you're playing in these tournaments? Just more and more about, you know, the, you know, the kind of team that you guys are and always at the top of the leaderboard. I mean, there's there's definitely going to be some momentum because we feel like we're the best team. Mm -hmm. and we've, yeah, we've proved it. Um, I think uh, I want to say it was Stephen that maybe mentioned it uh, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks back. But yeah, the, uh, the number 14 ranking was a real. Uh, uh -huh. Yep. That was a real thorn uh, mm -hmm. for us. And we were not about to let that go. Yes. Yeah. Everybody said we were going to be, um, you know, rebuilding this year and. <laughs> We, we never felt like that. We were like, we can, we're the best team and we can, we can let everybody know it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say there's momentum for sure. As far as just me learning, um, I think for me is, it, it was big to see, like, I can, I can definitely compete. There's no reason why I can't have the confidence to go out there and play really great golf. Mm -hmm. um, it would kind of go back to kind of the, the game management stuff as far as right. you know, different pieces right. of, of game stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but just kind of seeing the confidence that guys like Logan and, and Chris play with yeah. is, is pretty crazy. Like they go out there and they're not afraid to just absolutely, you know, show someone up. Like they're out uh -huh. there. Yep. True, true killers. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. They're, seriously. they're out there. They're out there to, to get it. Mm -hmm. Um, so being able to try to learn kind of that mindset, like let's go out this day and let's, you know, let's show up and let's show everybody that, you know, we're the best golf team that mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to be the, that I'm the best golfer out there. Kind of trying to have that mindset is, is a yeah. little bit of a shift. Um, right. Kind of, kind of gets you into a little bit of big time headspace, but mm -hmm. that's, that's something I've tried to, to learn but just the team environment on the road. That was something I didn't expect. Uh, we have a great mix of guys that are, you know, kind of outspoken, kind of, I'm, I'm definitely more introverted. You mm -hmm. know, if you ask the other guys, like, uh -huh. Drew, Drew doesn't talk. You know, uh -huh. he, I get you. He doesn't say a whole lot uh, <laughs> usually, but you know, guys like Steve talk, talk a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, Chris is an awesome locker room guy. I Just bet, on yeah. the road, on the road is, is so much fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't expect that. So just kind of the team bonding that you get, that was, something I didn't expect mm -hmm. that I, I kind of learned is like a big part of, of how a team comes together. Yeah. And that was, that was super cool to see. So I think that also builds into the momentum we have, because I think we're a really tight uh, group of guys. Absolutely. Qualifying is really competitive. Mm -hmm. You know, I think whoever, whoever goes it, everything fits really well. And that's, that's why we work so well together. Yeah. When it's nice to have that tight, team chemistry because whether you guys are traveling like you're talking about or 
when you guys win tournaments, I mean, or somebody does really well, I'm sure, you know, the mojo is pretty good with throughout the whole team. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you kind of touched a little bit on the, you know, it's pretty competitive in the qualifying. Um, I know Logan, he said, you know, when the qualifier before he won a tournament, um, the Nike collegiate, he said he was more nervous in the qualifier than he was actually winning the tournament. I mean, it is the, the qualifying is gotta be pretty intense, huh? Pretty, pretty serious stuff out there. I, I almost blacked out on the first year. <laughs> um, I, I, I physically remember walking up to the ball mm-hmm. and seeing the ball end up in play. Yeah. And I don't remember anything in between. <laughs> it was, it, I got over the ball and I just, I kind of just lost headspace over that very first qualifying tee shot. Gotcha. Um, it's, it's so competitive. It, mm-hmm. Like going to pebble, it, it was a little more awesome. because it was my, yeah, it was, it was my first, it was my first golf tournament in college, but it was like, yeah. well, I'm here. It's, yeah. uh-huh. it's we, goal number one is accomplished. The qualifying is, is brutal. Um, mm-hmm. cause we've got so many guys that can, can come in and play really high level, big time golf. Yeah. Um, and everybody kind of knows that. So you gotta, you gotta fight for your, you gotta fight for your spot unless right. you finish really well the week you know, the week before, uh-huh. uh, you know, we're about to, we're about to have that again. Uh, I'm sure here in the next week or two, we'll, we'll get it going again for, for spring season, but it's uh-huh. gonna, it's, you, you got to focus on qualifying. It's definitely not a breeze. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolan Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I bet no spots guaranteed, like you said, unless you play really good the week before. Um, got to come out, you know, you know, guns blazing in your qualifying. I mean, it's not like you're coming in the tournament guns blazing. I mean, you are coming in the tournament guns blazing, but it's like, it's just kind of crazy to hear the intensity. I mean, that's, I mean, you're more, you know, some guys are more nervous during the qualifier or they focus more on that than they felt they were, when they weren't actually, you know, in the tournament play. Um, I mean, that's, that just speaks volumes on the kind of program, the intensity that program has, and just the high level players you guys have. I mean, it's, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable how competitive it is. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working on my game right now mm-hmm. to be in the best shape possible for qualifying. Yeah. Most, you know, most people would say, you know, I'm really working on my game for, for Puerto Rico, which is yeah. our first tournament. Uh-huh. Like, we're working on our game so that I qualify for Puerto Rico. Gotcha. Like, if you go, it, I, I know if I go out and I play my game and I play well, like I, I have full confidence, you know, that, that I, I should qualify because uh-huh. I, yeah. I have, I have a, a pretty good self-belief in myself, but yeah, you still gotta, it's, it's, I, I would not want to just walk up there and be like, you know, if, if I'm not playing well, I will, I will not go to Puerto Rico. I guess. And, and I know that you gotta, you gotta bring it pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, like you said, every day, every day, I'm sure qualifying workout school, 
everyday tournament play. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a high, high level at that though you program. And um, I think it's just, it's amazing what, you know, the kind of players you guys have, you know, you guys have, you know, you talked about Chris Goddard, Logan McAllister, Stephen Campbell, you know, yourself, Patrick Welch, and a lot of other guys that are on the team that are really good. Um, you know, I mean, what's it like competing with, you know, with your boys when you guys go to tournaments, you, know, you go toe to toe with a lot of, you know, top level programs, you guys come out on top. I mean, what does that feel like knowing you guys are going out there and everybody's kind of chasing you guys? It's a good feeling, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would I would think a lot of people would would imagine there's a lot of pressure, uh, at least me personally. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like we we do a really good job of having an underdog mentality. Um, yeah. Even though we're, we're ranked number one, we're, you know, in whatever ranking you want to look at. Mm-hmm when, when we kind of get together on a, on a given day, it's, you know, these guys, everybody expects those other guys to win. Right. You know, let's go, let's go show everybody that we're better mm-hmm. um, is, is a pretty good mentality for our team. Um, just kind of the competitive nature and the intensity that I loved in the recruiting process. That's what was so yeah. attractive uh, to me, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a good feeling being on top, but we also know, you know, we're half, we're only halfway home and right. we haven't even hit the, uh, we haven't even hit really the big two yet, our, mm-hmm. our conference and, and the nationals. Absolutely. Uh, and even, even regionals, uh, we had an unbelievable team last year that uh-huh. almost didn't get out of regionals. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not like we feel like we can sit back and coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to, we want to get out there and get after it. Yeah. So it's, it's tougher leading from the pack, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's definitely a good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sure that's great that you guys, you, know, you kind of talk about that underdog mentality still. And yet, you know, it's, it, it's not, it's not all said and done here. I mean, you guys have the rest of the season still, you guys have, you know, big tournaments coming up that you guys are really, you know, focused on, but um, you know, I think that's, that's a great way to go about it because I bet there's some teams that think, oh yeah, we're number one, you know, we're going to win every week. It's like, you still got to go out there and play golf. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, you know, every week it's some different golf, oh, crazy things can happen in golf, but you know, I'm sure you guys will continue to put the work in and be at the top. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of other teams that are chasing you. I know I have, you know, some people, you know, that are on other teams that are saying, you know, we, you know, we're coming for, you know, we're coming for them. So, um, you know, it's really, it's really interesting. Yeah. It's just really interesting to kind of hear the dynamic from somebody that's on the team with all those guys. And, um, you know, whenever I had, you know, Logan on, Chris on and Steven as well, it's it's super interesting to hear kind of what, you know, you guys are on this team and kind of hearing what the dynamic is. I think it's, you know, really, really good mix of what you guys have. Um, and I'm really excited to see how you guys go this next semester as well. Um, but I'm sure, you know, you have some goals yourself. Um, I know the team obviously wants to win a national championship, you know, come out on top week in, week out, but, you know, do you kind of set goals yourself or are you just more focused about, you know, making lineup, contributing to the team and just kind of getting, you know, getting the wins for the team? I do. Uh, I'm, I'm a big goal guy, but okay. Yeah. I definitely, definitely kind of have to focus on the process a little bit because yeah. goals hard to, hard to accomplish a whole lot of goals if you're sitting at home. Right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I get you. So goal number one is to uh, be, be on the team going to Puerto Rico, There you um, go. which is, which is what I'm working on right now, trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, everybody talks about staying in the present. It sounds cliche, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, But besides that, I think, 
I think I have a really good chance if I have a really good semester to mm-hmm. uh, uh, have a shot at All-American. Mm-hmm. I had I had a couple really good events at the beginning. I played well at uh, Pebble, uh, well yeah. at, at Merido. Yep. Um, didn't didn't play great the rest of the fall. Contributed a little bit here mm-hmm. and there, but uh, yeah. honestly didn't didn't play super well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I feel like if I can if I can come out and play like I did those first couple events, that I'll have a really good shot at that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's my main you know, individual goal for me, but, uh, kind of, kind of got to stay focused on the process a little bit. Let's I'll, I'll try to take it one step at a time. Um, yeah, absolutely. You don't want to put too much pressure on yourself again. You don't want to go through that. Exactly. Again. You kind of understand that, you know, that's not really what you want to do. Um, but I mean, that's great though. Like you said, to kind of be, you know, kind of be in the, you know, be in the present and kind of just focus on things right now. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of things that are going to come your way and there's going to be a lot of good play that's going to come your way in the you know future years, but you're so young in college golf that you have a lot of time left. So um, that's great focus though. You're prepping now for the qualifier for Puerto Rico and you want to be on that travel team. I mean, that's a great goal to have. And I think I'm sure you're going to put all the work and you possibly can for that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just really interesting to kind of hear because you are so young and it's, but you're at the top level, you know, program and you're kind of working all the kinks out right now. But um, I think you've been doing a great job. Like you said, you had some great finishes last semester and I'm only, you know, really excited to see how you go this next semester as well. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. I, it sounds kind of, uh, it's simple that I'm, I'm sure most people are like, you know, oh, he's just focused on qualifying, but I, I think it really speaks <laughs> to the nature that uh, that Coach Hibble is kind of built here, where it's it's not you have eight guys and two of them aren't really competitive, and four guys are for sure going to right. you know, whatever tournament. Right. Um, I think that's what makes us. That's what makes OU kind of who who we are mm-hmm. is that competitive nature. When we show up at whatever tournament, and especially at nationals, whoever's there has. Uh, 100% earned it. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what Logan was talking about where you're under more pressure and qualifying than you are. Like it's, uh-huh. it's tough to be under more pressure if it, it almost doesn't mean uh, a whole lot to you. Uh-huh. Um, it's, I think it speaks volumes about kind of the way coaches built, built the program and uh, honestly, why, why we have been so good the last five, you know, seven years, however, however long it's been, um, I, I think that's, that's what makes, that's what makes us a little bit different. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And, um, you know, it's, I feel like OU's always had a really good program. They've always been known for, you know, the players they produce and, you know, the talent they have. Um, but I think it's just really, really, really interesting to kind of hear, like I said, somebody that's, you know, currently on the team where all these, you, know, you guys have a really good chance at something big. Um, but yeah, you know, I wish you guys nothing but the best, super excited to see how you guys go. Um, you know, kind of have you put any thought, you know, after college, I know, you know, you're really, really early on the college years, like I've said, but have you kind of thought about what's after college and kind of what you want to do after college, maybe? Absolutely. Uh, my, my dream's always been to, to be a pro golfer. That's yeah. Um, for me, you know, junior golf was, was one step and college golf is another step. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. The, the ultimate goal for me is, is obviously to be, to be the best on the PGA tour. Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's no higher level um, that you can get than that. Uh, But, you know, you kind of do have to take it one step at a time. I am pretty young, but uh, I've, I've definitely thought a ton about it, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. From, you know, working on different parts of your game to um, 
honestly like nil stuff yeah you, uh-huh. you can yeah you can even you can build money like 10 grand mm-hmm. you know means a lot when you're when you're coming out for, for absolutely the start of the absolutely um, but also just how i can how i can build my game to be one of the best players in college mm-hmm. so that i can be set up to to get on on the tour as quickly as possible um, right just learning as fast as I can, because I know the faster I learn in college and the faster I get better in college, mm-hmm. you know, the better I'll be, the quicker I can get out on tour. And then the more I can learn when I get out on tour. Yeah. Just trying to get as good as possible, as fast as possible, mm-hmm. um, has, has always kind of been a bit of my process goal. That's it's, it's tough to do for, for long periods of time, but, um, I definitely, I definitely want to be on the PGA tour someday. That's, that's a, that's a no doubter for me. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be competing against the, uh, the Oklahoma state cowboy, Ricky Fowler as, uh, as drew Goodman as the the boomer sooner. Huh? That'd be all, it'd be some, that'd be pretty cool. I'm sure he'd love to see some pictures of me as, as a, <laughs> oh yeah. As oh yeah. One. Oh yeah. I mean, everybody was there. I was there at one, you know, I was there too. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's, it was a bug back in the day, so I totally understand it, man. But I'm um, no, but just talking about, you know, you and just thinking about professional golf, I think, you know, everything that you're doing right now and that you're going to do in college golf is only going to, you know, you're going to prepare as much as you can for, you know, for those times when it's professional golf. So once again, you know, just super excited to see how you do the rest of your college career, but what also is after college, you know, I'm super excited for you. I think, uh, I think it's going to be really great stuff for you for sure. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, so we're heading to the next section of the show. I just like to call the ham and egg section. It's kind of some different questions, get to know you a little bit more. I've kind of changed some up, um, you know, with previous episodes and everything. But, um, you know, the first one I have for you, since you've started at OU, you know, how have your teammates and coach helped you really adapt to the college life? I know that, you know, it can be kind of tough on your own. So I just kind of curious in what ways have they been able to help you and kind of, you know, kind of sort of take, take that, you know, take you under their wing a little bit. Uh, as far as coach, uh, I would mm-hmm. say the, the main thing is, uh, kind of mentality, you know, you gotta, you gotta switch your mentality from junior golf to you're in, you're in a big time league. Now you gotta, you gotta come with that intensity every single day. That's uh-huh. a, that's a big part of our, of our thing. Um, but most of all, I, I would say time management as well. Uh, Logan, Logan has talked a little bit about, about that with me, you know, try to get, honestly, try to get to sleep on time. Yeah. That was something that I, I man, I did not manage uh-huh. very well the, the first month or so where it's like, I've got a lot of homework to do mm-hmm. and I need to do a lot of it. Yeah. And I'm going to be up at 2 a.m. tonight doing uh-huh. homework. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's brutal. Stuff like that. Uh, th- those would be the two. Uh, also, just uh, cluing in on kind of some some even golf club stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. His coach is like, why are, why are you doing this? And I kind of had an answer for him. And he's like, think about your answer. I was like, yeah, my answer is not very good. Maybe, <laughs> I, should, maybe I should rethink this. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So kind of coming out with, with different club stuff, making adjustments, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that has been really big for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, to have guys like that on the team, especially your coach, cause I know, I know you live really close still, but yet, whenever you're doing the college stuff, you're playing golf, you're traveling with the team, doing workouts and everything. I mean, the coaches are kind of like, you know, your father figures a little bit and um, you know, they're going to be trying to guide you and help you in any way possible because I mean, they want the best for you so you can perform the best for the program. 
Um, but I think, you know, it's great to have people like that, that are kind of helping you out and just getting to bed on time. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. And I understand that, you know, you got to do homework and everything like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, you got to sleep and you got to eat. I mean, those are two things you got to make sure you do. And then, you know, just make sure you put the time in for, you know, school and work and everything like that. I feel like that's something that's, that's really overlooked by a lot of people. You know, I think they think you just, you go to golf, you go to school, you play golf, you go to school, you play golf. It's a little different than that. It's a little different than that. That's for sure. It's, uh, it's, it's describes it pretty well. It just takes a lot more time than that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And the time management has to be there, has to be there. So yeah. um, next one I got for you is, you know, you've played in a lot of high level amateur tournaments. You played in the US Junior Am. You know, you're really, you know, your first qualifier at, you know, OU was pretty, you know, it was pretty, pretty surreal, I'm sure. Um, you know, what's the most nervous you've ever been on the golf course? Have you ever, is there a kind of a moment you can pinpoint, you know, what do you do to keep yourself calm? Um, either the first tee shot of the, of the qualifier yeah, or the three footer that I had to, to win that last spot. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure which one it is that the first one gets, gets a little bit of a pass because I don't really remember. Uh-huh. Um, okay. There we I go. remember, I, I remember the, our first hole, it, it truly is almost the worst design hole for a tee shot for me. I've always been a, you know, kind of a, a typical Oklahoma low kind of hooking type mm-hmm. type player. Gotcha. That's a, a bit of my bugaboo type shot is I, I've worked really hard to be able to hit a fade um, uh-huh. to yeah. be able to, to hit it both ways. Mm-hmm. And the first hole is straight into like a 15, 20 mile an hour wind. Mm-hmm. You got a hazard that runs all the way up the right and kind of there's some trees, trees by it that are definitely in play. Gotcha. And there's, there's trees on the left. And if you hit it any left of the trees, you're, you're reteam mm-hmm. and it's 490 yards. Yeah, so, into the wind. yeah. Into the wind. Um, so you do not want to hit a draw. So no. I've got to hit like the most uncomfy tee shot for it. I've got to hit like uh-huh. a low fade yeah. off the first tee shot. And I can barely like, I can barely stop myself from, from shaking. That's, uh-huh. that's, I would right. say that one is, um, the last, the last hole of that qualifier, I had like maybe 20 or 25 feet kind of coming down a hill with some decent break to the right. And I left it like three feet short. I knew, oh, I knew I had to two putt. Uh-huh. I was like, all I've got to do is two putt and I'm going to pebble. And I leave it like three feet short, yeah. still sliding the right. I'm like, Oh no. A little knee knocker what, here to finish what, her what up. What am I, what am I doing? There, there'd been some, <laughs> some, some poor golf played from our group in the last few holes would mm-hmm. be a good way to put it. And I was like, I do not want to hand this. Like, I don't know. I I've been, right. it's been given to me. It's in my, the ball's in my court. I don't want to kick mm-hmm. it away. Right. Um, and I managed to make it. That was. Let's go baby. Between the, between those two, I think <laughs> that, that pretty much covers it. Um, coach and I have actually worked a lot on, uh, I, I, my kind of tough spot that I have is my forearms get really tight. Um, okay. So kind of just working. Um, if you ever see me like, before a putt, I, it's mostly on putting. I, I don't really struggle as much uh, over the ball. Uh, I feel like I can c- control pretty well with breathing. Gotcha. Kind of taking a lot of practice swings. I can I can kind of shake it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But putting is putting has been a little tougher because you know when you're over it, your forearms are yeah. Yep. Your hands are. It's hard to control your hands when your forearms are shaking. So uh-huh. you ever see me just like shaking out my arms? It kind of looks weird. Um, almost i don't even know how to describe like i'm literally just standing there with my arms at my side sh- trying to shake them out uh, uh-huh. just trying to loosen up the tension yeah um, 
I'm a super intense competitive guy um, uh-huh. for pretty much everything I do and putting a lot of pressure on myself. It doesn't exactly help. Yeah, that's, I get you. That's between that and breathing are my two main things that I kind of work with. Yeah. To, to get that nervousness down. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you're human. I mean, you're going to be nervous. I mean, those are some high pressure situations, especially, I mean, it's, it, and once again, it just speaks kind of volumes on what qualifying is like. I mean, you're going through these, you know, these emotions when you're qualifying. I mean, it's, it's intense stuff. And I mean, I mean, that first hole doesn't sound too enticing either. I mean, 490 into the wind without, a, with, you know, some trouble left and right. That doesn't sound very fun either. You can't just dink like a, you can't dink like a little three wood out there. Some you're gonna be hitting three wood again. There, there's no bunting an iron out there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you got to give it a good rip. I'm sure still. Um, but I mean, I think you know you, that you've been able to kind of identify that with you and your coach, and you kind of found something that helps you release some of the pressure there. That's always great whenever you can release That's some been, pressure. It's been really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I needed it a lot. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. It's nice to kind of go to that. If you ever do get a little, you know, get a little nerves going and then just kind of settle in and refocus and just make that three footer to get on the team, baby, let's go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, I mean, you were a junior golfer at one point, you know, you were, you, you know, you played in high level AJGA tournaments. You won a couple, you know, a few good ones like that. And you were again looked at by some, you know, three really good programs. Um, you know, what's something you feel junior golfers really need to focus on to maybe better their chances at getting recruited? Is there something they can focus on with, you know, their game or something with the recruiting process? Man, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, I would almost say the, uh, character that you have and kind of the, the way you respond to, to coaches is a, is a big deal. Cause obviously when you're, you're first getting to know coaches, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a lot of emails, a lot of, you know, phone calls. Um, this is something my parents really drilled into me is like, get the little things right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're writing an email, yeah. Proofread it, you know, make sure you don't make a mistake, you know, do, do the little things at the end where you're signing your name, make it, make it look good, mm-hmm. make it clear that you've put a lot of thought and time into it yeah. and that you've done your, your end of the little things. I, I don't know because I'm not a coach, but mm-hmm. I would imagine when a coach sees that the little things are done right, when they're getting, right. you know, 10 dozens, you know, it, in some cases, probably hundreds of emails right? where if you do the little things, right, that probably makes you stand out a lot. Even if you're not the best golfer, um, we've had some, some really good guys at our high school that are younger than me. And that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I've been telling them. Like, yeah, if you're going to, if you're shooting good scores, the coaches will find you. That's mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure you've heard that. A lot of times. people yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but what really could make you stand out if you and another guy that are shooting the same scores are emailing a coach and you're doing the little things, he's going to know that you're going to do the little things in college as well, absolutely. which can make the difference between winning and losing. Um, mm-hmm. I would, I would say that's one thing that would really help a lot of, a lot of younger guys. Yeah. I think that's great advice. Like you said, you know, everybody, you know, everybody says you play good golf, you know, they'll come to you, but attention to detail is something that's really important too. Like you said, with the emails and stuff, and it's just going to rub off on everything else that you do in life. And I mean, if I, I I'm big on, you know, the attention to detail too, I like to have my emails looking good. Um, you know, I'm sure, like you said, whenever coaches see that, cause they see hundreds of emails that, you know, that might, that kind of might, you know, kind of put you out, you know, 
make you look a little different than other, you know, other emails that are coming through with them. And I mean, that's, if, if that's what, if that's all you can do is make your email look better and that's what makes you stand out. I mean, yeah. you can, I mean, that's what, that's what you're trying to do through the recruiting process, do anything possible to stand out. And yeah. I think that's great advice that you have. I think that's great, man. I think it says a lot about, uh, you know, a person's character and, yeah. you know, it can, it can tell you a lot about what a, how a person works, how they operate, uh, just, just from something little like that. Absolutely. I think, I think that's great. I'm really glad you brought that up. That's for sure. I think anybody could really kind of use that for sure. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of resources that you have at, you know, access to the University of Oklahoma, especially since you live in Norman. I mean, you're really close to campus and everything kind of what's one of the resources that you just really appreciate. I know there's, you know, the courses you guys play throughout your season, the schedule you guys have the alumni at OU and then the coaches and everything else that comes along with it. I mean, what's something that you really kind of cherish or appreciate about the program? Uh, definitely the, the courses we play mm-hmm. are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to travel all over the, all over the country. That's, yeah. that's a big deal for when you're trying to go play big time PGA tour golf. Yep. Uh, you've seen, you know, there's, I didn't play a whole lot outside the mid Midwest and Florida. So I got a lot of Bermuda growing yeah. up. Gotcha. A little bit, a little bit of bent here and there, but kind of going out. I'd never played golf in California before playing at Pebble. Uh-huh. I had never, I not a single time in my entire life. It was, gotcha. it's different going out there than it is here. Mm-hmm. And I've, I hear a lot of the California guys, they come out, they like, they come out to colonial. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck is this Bermuda? Yeah. Like, the ball goes like 30 yards further out of it. It just flies. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I hit an eight iron from 180 and I hit it 30 yards over the green. Right. Like, well, it's, that's called a flyer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But just getting to play all over the place is, is a huge deal for when you're trying to make it at the next level. Um, as far as on campus, uh, it's kind of almost funny, but the dorms and the food in the dorm is yeah. really nice. All right. Um, we've got a, we've got a good setup downstairs. <laughs> I don't, I don't come in. Uh, I don't come in after a long day of practice or qualify and be like, Oh no, I got to go to, I got to go to the cafeteria and uh-huh. like, that right. sounds terrible. No, I like, Oh yes. It's, let's it's go. Let's, let's, let's go in there and have some like salmon or something, whatever right. they got cooking up in there. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, obviously the workout and our, you know, our ransom uh, course that we have, mm-hmm. all the facilities are are truly un unmatched. I mm-hmm. I think, yeah, um, it's it's really really hard to beat. But <laughs> I mean, I have to. You gotta live somewhere. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. al- I'm almost disappointed that I have to go find a house with some people next year. Yeah, I bet. I bet it's in such a good. We're we're right across from the football stadium where we have workouts. We're two minutes from the golf course. We're, mm-hmm. I can walk to any you know of my classes within uh, fifteen minutes, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and a lot of them are within five. It's it, it's a nice thing to have. Yeah, I bet it's, I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of things that I'm sure that are, you know, that you really appreciate about the school and, you know, that'd be interesting. That'll be a different dynamic too. Whenever you, you know, get a house with some of the guys and, uh, you know, living situation would be a little different, but I'm sure it'll be pretty enjoyable as well. Cause it'd be spending more time, even more time with those guys. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, I mean, the program at OU is definitely, you know, one of the better, one of, one of the best ones out there. And, you know, right now they are the best out there. So, um, you know, it's, it, it's pretty interesting to kind of hear once again, somebody that's going through it, 
And, you know, that is at that program and at that high level. Um, you know, it's the cafeteria too. You can't beat that. You can't beat that when you come home from, you know, a long day of workout, school, practice, tournaments, and to just get your grub on. <laughs> For sure. I'm going to have to learn how to like cook next year. That's, I know. What's up with that? Can, can you get like a meal plan still maybe? Or is that? that I, I no? have no idea. We, we still, <laughs> any athlete still gets, I think it's like three meals a week down there, but that's. Oh, three meals that's not a gonna, week. That's not that going to cut it. That's not going to work there. <laughs> we got to, we got to learn how to cook and over the summer. Gotcha. That and, that and Qdoba. I'll live mm -hmm. off those two. There you go. There you go, man. That's it. <laughs> oh man. That's hilarious. Um, so I, I mean, I, this is a newer question I kind of brought up. Um, you know, a lot of, you kind of talked about kind of tinkering with clubs a little bit, kind of just, I just want to hear a little overview of what's in your bag right now. I mean, is there kind of something that you guys have to play when you're at OU or is it kind of whatever you want that works for you guys? It's, it's whatever we want. Um, we're obviously a, a PXG school. So bags, yeah. we mm -hmm. have to P PXG bags mm -hmm. and they, they come out and were super interesting to talk to, mm -hmm. but we can, we can pretty much do whatever we want with clubs. Um, gotcha. I've, I've been a Titleist guy pretty much my whole competitive junior career. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I think it's unmatched, definitely wedges through irons. Obviously this is my personal opinion. Yeah. I'll tell you Logan McAllister, hundred percent disagrees with me and, uh -huh. <laughs> lets, and lets me know uh -huh. pretty much anytime I pull out a wedge. He's <laughs> gotcha. Like, he's, he's like, oh man, those Titleist wedges. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I think, I think they're unbelievable. I think they're the best, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of interesting. We've got a bunch of different guys. We got some King guys. We got some Titleist guys. I'm, I'm definitely a Titleist guy all the mm -hmm. way through. Um, putter's kind of been a wild card for me. I, mm -hmm. I yeah. had a, I put it with a, it was, all, it was my dad's, my, my dad's old ping answer too. Oh yeah. Throwing it way back. Uh -huh. um, I put it with that for a while. Uh, had a Scotty blade, went back to the, to the answer too. I've got a Scotty kind of uh, half mallet right now, mm -hmm. but I've, I've played around with it a little bit during the winter. Um, so we'll, cause that's been, that was my weakest part of my game. Gotcha. Uh, which is weird. That's not usually the weakest part of my game, but it uh -huh. was, it was not great this last, uh, the last semester ish. So mm -hmm. I'm, I've played around with it a lot. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to be coming out with, but yeah, yeah. I, I, everything else is I'm, I'm a pretty big Tylus loyalist, just like, just like Steven. I don't know mm -hmm. if Steven. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Uh -huh. He like he likes to talk about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny though. I mean, the, the Logan talking about the, the Vokey wedges, I mean, you can't, I mean, I played Vokey wedges my whole life, man. I mean, they, they're yeah. some great wedges. And, um, you know, I have a couple, you know, I have some high toe wedges just kind of throughout my college years as well. But, I mean, Vokey wedges, you can't go wrong with them. Um, you know, that's pretty funny, though, that he lets you know. He told me that this morning. Uh, I was, oh, nice. I was, nice. I was out there pretty early before I went to workouts. And he uh, yeah, he was like, I'm, I'm hitting wedges. And he's like, oh, man, these Vokey wedges don't do it for me. I'm like, they <laughs> you're insane i don't know what you're talking about but yeah it's it's interesting how many different things we have on the team uh -huh. uh, all just all over the place yeah. yeah but you can you can get pretty much whatever you want which is pretty pretty cool yeah that's awesome i mean i'm i'm sure yeah whatever you guys need to get to make sure you're playing at the best of your abilities they, they make it happen that's for sure that's for sure so we're heading to the last question here. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have supported you through your whole golfing career, whether it be junior golf, high school golf, and now, you know, college golf and future golf as well. 
Um, you know, is there somebody that's really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Oh man, several. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I think obviously I'd, I'd start with my parents, um, mm-hmm. just kind of the, the way they brought me up kind of, yeah. you know, emphasis, emphasis on character, um, mm-hmm. emphasis on, on doing the little things right. And, and hard work. Um, as far as, as love for the game, uh, I would definitely point a little more to my, my two grandpas. Um, okay. Yeah. The, the one that lived in Stillwater, they lived right across the chipping green from uh, Stillwater country club. Mm-hmm. Anybody that ever has been up there probably, probably kind of knows where that is. And I would, as like a six-year-old, I just walk her, my mom, she could see me. So it's like, Nope, just walk across the street and have a good time. I'd stay over there for hours. Sweet. Um, and we'd, go out and mess around on a couple holes, you know, late in the evening, um, mm-hmm. just kind of pointing to, to my, do, my two grandpas are, were super influential in how I love, how I love this game so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then I would just say kind of my coaches, um, I work with a coach named Steve Ball, um, up at OKC and then, and then coach Hibble just, it's they I I know so little about this game comparatively to them. Okay. Yeah. Um it's it's cool to be able to kind of learn, you know, coaches, yeah. coach Hibble will come up to me and he'll be like, Yeah, like, you know, this three iron, you know, maybe we could tweak this and this. Mm-hmm. And they'll kind of explain it to me. I'm like, you know, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. I never really thought about that before. I didn't really know that before. Uh-huh. You know, let's let's work with this, see if we can get it a little better. Um mm-hmm. And just, just little stuff like that, or my swing coach, you know, knowing I, I knew nothing about the golf swing as a 12 year old. I absolutely, yeah. it was truly a disgusting golf swing. It was so <laughs> bad. It was so terrible. I, I just chipped and putted everywhere. I was, I hit it a long ways and I chipped and putted really well. Gotcha. And kept well comparatively because I was a huge 12 year old, but uh-huh. my yeah. swing was, my swing was so bad. So just learning about golf swing how the golf swing works. Mm-hmm. Just that knowledge is, is unbelievable, but um, definitely I think it all started with my parents just instilling me kind of the hard work, do the little things right. Um, that's, that, that was a huge part. Absolutely. When I think to have, you got to have that support system always when you're trying to play golf, because it, I mean, it, it's tough to play, you know, with just yourself. And I mean, you got to have a team behind you, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, a, a team outside of, you know, college golf, but I mean, you know, you have everybody on your team and everything like that, but you have your, your swing coach, your parents and everybody else that's the, kind of there to help you through, you know, whenever things get tough and through the good and bad times as well. So um, it's great to have that to have that support and kind of give some credit when credit's due there. So I'm sure they really appreciate everything that you've done. And they're only going to, you know, back you as you go through your golfing career um, professionally as well after. So, um, yeah, well, that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Donato featuring university of Oklahoma golfer, Drew Goodman, Drew, once again, thank you for coming on, man. Um, had a great time chatting with you and kind of, you know, telling your story to all the people out there and um, I wish you guys nothing but the best in the future endeavors, man so much been an awesome time coming on absolutely man well if there's anything i can ever do let me know and uh yeah man just looking forward to seeing you guys come out this next semester appreciate it awesome have a good one everybody hey everyone 
Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.